Hello, you're listening to Just Kids. I'm Esme. I'm Clara. Today we're going to be talking about mental health and all that fun stuff. We also have a guest, Gamma Girl. So we have Gamma Girl with us today. Her name is Alice. Hello. Hi. You okay? Are you getting these French subtitles? <laughs> oh. If I turn on captions, then yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing before, but <laughs> so that's like really useful. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, like where okay. where are you from? How old are you? What's your pronouns? Things like that. What okay. do you do? Um, so my name's Alice. She her. Um, I'm 17. I'm from Blackpool, and I make ga- music as Gamma Girl, and. Uh, just make just do shit in a shed and make a lot of noise <laughs> and I don't know yeah hi <laughs> I can't believe you're 17 that makes me feel so old I know, I feel really <laughs> wait I was about to say I'm double your age but I'm not am I that is not good math so that would 24. make you like math is like that overrated would make you like 42 or something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I was typing your email address and then it says 2003, I was like, no, I'm getting <laughs> no, old. Yeah, like, when you asked for it, I was like, oh, wait, no, they're probably going to freak out. Cause I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it just reminds me that I'm like, every second, I'm like so much closer to death. <laughs> That's always a fun thought. <laughs> I'm 18 in like a, a month. Yeah. And like, I can't wait to have my 18th in lockdown. That's going to be fun. Oh, no. That sucks. Know, what are you going to do? Okay, have you got a plan? Uh... Probably just gonna call all my friends like video call and get like pissed and like yeah. maybe like watch a, like watch horror movies or just I don't know. Yeah. That's that try trying up the best time. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I mean on my birthday, I think I was like I was in quarantine with somebody I just started dating and Oh uh, fun. Yeah. And like we thought we had COVID and like it was really bad. It was so bad because I was working in care homes where oh fun everyone had COVID and I was just like, and it was like at the start of the pandemic when just everyone's like shit scared. Yeah, like because we didn't know. We just thought, right, we're going to die. We can't get a test. <laughs> I can't go home. Now we're like having to live together and we've met each other twice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was really bad. Oops. So your birthday can't be worse than that. That was my Yeah, 24th. that's a good point. <laughs> So tell us about your album. Yeah. Um, so it's called How to Like Yourself. It's like, I kind of like started it as like a, well, I can't be with my band right now. So I guess I'll just make like demos for fun or whatever. So like, I've, I like made a few like instrumentals and then like I started writing lyrics and they came out all depressing and sad <laughs> <laughs> about like gender dysphoria or anxiety or trauma, or whatever, you know, like, fun things like that, um, and I was, like, I started, like, having more and more and more things to say, and, like, by the time I got to seven tracks, I was, like, well, I mean, I may as well, like, just do this as an, it's, it's like, own thing, because I don't think my yeah. band's gonna want to hear me moan for, like, <laughs> half an hour, like, with these new songs, so, um, yeah, I, I just kind of, like, did everything in my bedroom, or, like, in the shed, in the garden, with like a really shitty drum kit and I've got two barely working microphones and that's pretty much all I use. Yeah that's like ha- kind of how we got talking isn't it because you were like I'm like painfully DIY like I could talk on your <laughs> podcast and I was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like God. so am I getting confused what is your band 
are your solo projects called Gamma Girl, right? So what's yeah. your band called? Uh, my band is called uh, Railways. Oh, okay. We we put out an EP around the same time I put out my album. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stealing the limelight. <laughs> Stealing the limelight, you know. But uh, it's kind of like melodic, poppy. Yeah. Like post-punk, kind of like idols, I guess. Fun. Um, yeah, it's good fun. Amazing. I'm going to turn these losers. French subtitles off because it's really distracting <laughs> me. <laughs> Just coming out with random French words, we're not even saying. It's not, I know enough French to know that this is lying. Yeah. Oh so, God. how long have you been making music for, like with your other bands? Is it been a new thing, or have you been doing it uh, for a while? Yeah. Uh, with my new band, we started like maybe, I think late 2019 is when mm. we got together. Before that, I was in another band, but I won't talk about that because I was like 12 and it wasn't good. Uh, we did put <laughs> out an album though, so if like anyone can find it. Um, just by like, I don't know, by sheer coincidence and like props or to like you, I guess. stalking your Instagram um, or something. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find it now. Um, so yeah, we started in like 2019 and then Gamma Girl started like March 2020, I guess, because that's when I recorded Princess and the Frog. Um, just for fun, just for like boredom. Yeah. So, so you haven't really had a chance to like gig or anything? properly oh no not yet with this yeah. but i'm looking at getting a live band together the only issue is finding anyone it, like in the area who likes this kind of music and can play <laughs> but i'm sure I, you I will it out. yeah so you live in blackpool right oh god yeah is that <laughs> where you're from um yeah born and raised because i feel like i the people i know who live in blackpool like don't sound like you yeah i get that a lot i kind of grew up with mostly internet friends who mostly lived in America so <laughs> yeah um, yeah that's just kind of my voice it's just an odd blend of talking to Americans too much and <laughs> the north and my parents like neither of my parents are from the south but they both sound really posh yeah I, I get why <laughs> that explains yeah. it then yeah. that was my question <laughs> do you have a particular song that you want us to play or do you want us to pick uh, you pick. I'm interested in what you would okay. guess. And I don't know what I would pick. <laughs> okay. You you already had one in yeah, mind, Yeah, I wanted to play Cloud Gazer because I really like yeah. that. Yeah, so we'll play that now. Sick. <laughs>
Like, I don't know. I feel kind of bad for you having to edit some of these because fine. we do ramble. Nah. Rambling's good. I was on an, a, like another podcast before and like that what, was today? Li- there was like no structure. It was literally no- like I, it was so fun. It was just nothing. We were just talking about random shit for like three hours and then we just put that out. That was good. Oh my God. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever been on a podcast. Have you? No. Apart from this, this one. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from this one. So, like, what's, like, do you listen to any podcasts? Like, do you have any that are your favourite? Uh, I really like the Gus and Eddie podcast, which is just these two guys, these two comedians from YouTube yeah. who were roommates, and they started a podcast, and they just kind of hang out. And it's just nice. They just put it on in the background and just, like, chill out. Also, the Dead Meat podcast. Dead Meat is the shit. Just, like, talking about horror movies and horror movie, like, theory. That's, like... That's like my bread cool. and butter. That's like perfect. <laughs> yeah. I want to listen to that now. That sounds yeah, good. Sounds cool. It's so good. They did an episode. I got into it because they did an episode on like trans people in horror and it was so interesting. And it just kind of like snowballed into like it being my thing of like, oh, well, I like I've got nothing to do and there's like pure silence right now. So I'm just going to listen to Dead Meat, I guess. Wait, I can't think of any trans people in horror films. It's all it's all it's only bad, pretty much. There's like that there's like that movie Sleepaway Camp where like 
there's like the twist of <gasps> the killer um, wasn't actually a girl because she had a penis and that's why she was killing everyone. Um, and oh, and Psycho as well. That's yeah. a bit heavy. Like, I don't think at I've the end of that. Psycho. I don't know. I remember reading something about like negative like, portrayals of like, you know, they perceived that as crazy that he was like wearing a dress clothes right. and yeah. like pretended to be his own mother. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit, but like not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trans trans things are fun. I don't know. It's it's cool to dissect stuff and like find meaning in it that totally isn't there. Mm. That you're just putting then there like after the thought. But you know, it's nice. Mm. Like just just watching a show and be like, I think that character's trans, and they're not. And then you know, <laughs> but yeah. But the I thing is, like, isn't that a product of like? not having any representation no yeah exactly well no good representation yeah. i feel like there's trans the, for trans women at least there's like representation everywhere mm. but it's none of it's good it's all bad it's like um i mean you've got ace ventura where like the whole villain um is a villain because she has a penis and that that's the joke and it's just kind of like that over and over and over again but like good representation i guess like Adventure Time was really good. You Steven like that universe? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it, but yeah, Adventure no, totally. So I've read loads of stuff about that, like queer people projecting, like yeah. their kind of their own storylines onto things because there is like no good, rep- no positive representation. Mm, totally, it's kind of sad. Like, mm. I, don't know. I mean, whatever. But I, f- I feel like as time goes on, and like, because I mean, in like the whole time thing like the like idea of like trans people being like out and accepted is like a relatively new thing so Mm. i feel like as this generation kind of grows up and we get directors from this generation who are probably trans Mm. then like we'll probably get a lot better representation yeah i always think like like i always think like a a tory is gonna like a tories and like transphobes and whatever homophobes are they just gonna like die out because like most of our generation (laughs) all of my friends are socialists so fingers crossed exactly but then someone was like arguing with me saying like no there's loads of young tories like you wouldn't believe i mean there is we don't you probably think feel like there isn't because we don't know any of them directly no yeah i I can think of a few but i just don't talk to them yeah yeah no i genuinely think like well i hope they will eventually just die out just go away and then like (laughs) (laughs) and everyone will be gay be lovely. <laughs> that sounds good because <laughs> honestly who needs like who needs straight cis people like we're just kind of like the next evolution you know like yeah it's right, you, it's, you've had your time it's okay <laughs> it's like we belong <laughs> it must be boring mustn't it uh, so we we kind of like asked our listeners what we what hmm. they wanted to like heroes talk about or heroes do interviews about like just generally um and like a few people have asked right. us before to do a mental health episode where we talk about like i mean i don't mind talking yeah, about my own experiences and things like that and i don't yeah um so we put a little question box up and people have asked a few things mm. so like i guess all of us can just like answer whatever they want to answer if you know what i mean yeah my friend Beck asked, do you think listening or making sad music makes you sad? 
or helps you through the sad times. Yeah, I think, I think it can be cathartic to like get it out. Like it's an outlet. Yeah. I don't. I like, <laughs> I, no, seriously, I have to listen to like Meg the Stallion if I feel depressed or like, do you know what I mean? I think I have if to I did that, like, I, that, I would just have an existential crisis if I was like really sad listening I, I to do, like, honestly. If I'm like upset about something, I have to listen to really loud, fun music. I get that. When I'm sad, I just tend to listen to like either like noise, just stuff that's so like incoherent, it's <laughs> crazy, or like, the most like ambient, melancholy, like somber, depressing, <laughs> like comedically depressing stuff. Just so I can like get out of my system and then go downstairs and make a cheese toasty. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I have to sit and stare out the window really like yeah. longingly. <laughs> Pretend my, you're in a movie. And yeah. My friend Beck also asked, where does your music inspiration come from? I think sound wise, like Sonic Youth. Dinosaur Jr., car seat headrest. Um, mm. Like lyrics wise, just being fucked up in the head. <laughs> so it's um, like autobiographical to the Yeah, extent. a lot. Like um, Princess and the Frog is just a deep dive on dysphoria and how it can make you feel so like monstrous and like inhuman. Mm. How it can be suffocating to feel and like claustrophobic to feel like you're not even at home in your own body how you want to escape but you can't because it's you um and then like mutilate is just about like sexual trauma which is always a fun topic and like bathtub is just me saying fuck you to like this dude who i don't really want to go in depth but like fuck that dude um so So like it's like largely like based on your experiences oh yeah huge hugely which is like I'm in an okay place at the moment, which is yeah. why I'm really struggling to write lyrics for my second album. It's always mm. the way. <laughs> yeah. That's like the curse of like being an artist, isn't it? It's, like, it's <laughs> yeah. really hard to make anything when you're actually happy. It's just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, totally. the happiest song I've ever made is um, Cloud Gazer. Cause I was just like, there's this girl who's cool and I like, and she's cool. And if she's listening, hi, I love you. Um, she knows who she is, but um. <laughs> I was just thinking about her and like fucking just like staring up at the sky and I was like, I should write a song about this. This is good. This is nice. And I did. And it's just like, I don't know. Maybe I should do more of that kind of thing and less of like bringing up like trauma and like making myself go through it for the sake of art or whatever. I don't know. No, it's good. It's good to do both, I guess. No, yeah. A good mix. Yeah, we definitely do a bit of both. It's a good way of getting your anger out about something. If you're like (laughs) creating something out of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Catherine Plum, our friend, asked, what is self-care for you? And I guess that was aimed at all of us because nobody yeah. knew who we were interviewing. So. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I guess, it's putting on, like, a movie that I know, like, line for line and talking to my best friends yeah, and eating, like, just shit. Like, just, like, a whole garlic bread, just for me. Ooh, um, <laughs> that. And just, like, curling up in a little ball. I don't know. That's my safe space. That's self-care for me. Mine is like, I don't know, like not drinking. Like not, that sounds really bad, but I just mean like if everyone else is drinking and like I just, like I always feel really proud of myself and really like, ooh, self-care, healthy. If I <laughs> if I don't feel like drinking, you don't force yourself to drink. Yeah. Yeah, I get I that. I know that sounds really obscure when I'm saying it, but it's not. 
No, no, I, I totally Do you know what it. I mean? Yeah. I don't know, when you're drunk, you're kind of like not in control. And then you just feel like so much better because you know you're going to feel shit the next day and you have things to do and it's like, mm. just like, I don't know, being stubborn about it if you don't want to. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, that's like a rare occasion that I do that. But when I do do that... <laughs> I feel like I'm taking care of myself. I'm being Fuck a yeah. grown-up. So my one is one that someone else actually replied to me saying, they said, um, have your mornings, like try and wake up early and like eat good and consistently. Mm. And that's something that I've only really done for like the past year is like I, oh my God, I used to be such an awful morning person. I used to hate <laughs> getting up. I would just mm. like sleep till really late. And then somehow recently I've like, I think I ha- I have like a proper morning routine and now mm, like the morning do. is like my favorite bit of the day. Fuck yeah. You literally get dressed into clothes and everything. And like you? make nice coffee. <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's like one thing that, I don't know where it came from. It's the first time I got dressed out of my pajamas in like a week. No, I do not. If I don't need to leave the house, I will not wear no, clothes. Yeah. Well, I will wear clothes, but like Cody I will clothes. wear pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Clara live together. So like, <laughs> so like, Clara will be like up and dressed and have makeup on yeah, and like not all the time. Probably like a couple of days. I mean, a lot of time I'm just like lazing around, but like a few days a week I have to like put nice clothes on or like make myself just feel a bit more yeah. human because otherwise I'm just yeah. like just feel like it's something to do, isn't it? It's like yeah. then, uh, that's like a, a morning routine. So yeah. Yeah. I do like no that I think that's a good one to be fair because like I was gonna say. Even, like, just putting a pair of leggings on instead of, like, pyjama bottoms mm. makes you feel you've done like something. you've yeah. done something. <laughs> as, as depressing as that is, that is, like, what lockdown is, isn't it? It's, like, you just know Just finding I mean? reasons to do things. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So we had a song sent to us from Bunny Hammond, which we're going to play now. It's called Mothman. Thank you. 
Mothman's like a a scary story, isn't it? Yeah, like, he's like he's like a cryptid. He like shows up just before tragedies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've everyone s- thinks I've he's hot. Something really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. I mean, I can kind of see it like a like a a gothic tall man who's like mysterious and kind of buff <laughs> and can fly. <laughs> like yeah, sure. Nah, the um the documentary I watched on it, he was just like a giant moth with like man legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my, in, with in like my red head, eyes. Like, he looks like the crow. I don't know what that is. Oh, like the movie with like the the guy in the black trench coat and the like the black long hair and the the corpse paint and he's like <laughs> listens to the cure. <laughs> Someone else wanted to know if you've had any. Well, everyone, if you've had any lockdown hobbies, like what you've been up to. Um, yeah. I know you said you've you've been just making music. Um. Which is, I guess, the uh, same yeah. for us. I, I just, I, th- I think Gamma Girl has been my lockdown hobby, pretty yeah. much. That's a productive um, hobby, though. Yeah. Like, you should be oh, yeah. proud of yourself. I've been productive like, one. What have I been doing? I've been like making things out of clay and like oh, nice. teaching myself how to use a sewing machine. Well, you kind of half teaching me, me half teaching me. <laughs> and uh, what else? I mean, we've main- mainly been focusing on. Like the band recently, oh, yeah. haven't we? So done that. I mean, and you've still been working, so you have done. Yeah, true. And I'm still in college. Yeah. So yeah, like, it I is. I just just started college back up again, and like my I forgot how much it like melts my brain. What do you do at college? Uh, double music B tech and a music technology. Ooh, nice. I know, very fancy. You're um, like not like like we don't. You know your shit with like technical stuff actually you do as well you <laughs> did that at college didn't you i did music tech yeah hey <laughs> i mean i can't really remember much of it no yeah i i can't really say that i know what i'm doing um <laughs> yeah but like i've got an a idea a concept of it yeah i feel <laughs> like that's all everyone has everyone just pretends they know what they're doing but nobody actually oh, yeah. does <laughs> um, unless they're like like the bassist of my band is like so particular about like everything mixing wise i'm like okay um it sounds cool if you stick a distortion on like that and if you just stick a distortion on that that sounds sick and then it also if you like distort that like oh great and he's like they're intricately like on this like one eq for like an hour <laughs> and he's like oh yeah you can totally tell the difference i'm like okay yeah i have no idea about stuff <laughs> no, like that. Me that at all like it just goes over my head so much mm, it's too. boring i leave it to the to the men <laughs> oh come on <laughs> i'm only messing so like i went skating down like the prom and like oh, i totally like forgotten how to like keep that under control like i don't know skating was difficult again i was like wait but no but i know how to do this yeah <laughs> my boyfriend's just bought me a skateboard and like oh, cool. we're like literally i haven't even had a chance to like even try it yet because oh, yeah. it's been so rainy but i think it's we're been gonna... like ra- either rainy or icy yeah it's been so bad but i can't <laughs> wait he's gonna teach me oh that's so sweet i know so uh neonatal ghost milk asked do you think pat butcher is hot or not i do i love her makeup she is hot in like a <sighs> and i love her earrings is Pat Butcher she before your time? She does look good. Uh, yeah, I had to look up your <laughs> 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 no! 
I thought everybody knew who Pat Butcher was. Um, she seems like, I don't know, I'd, I'd, I'd go into a house and she'd probably like make like oatmeal cookies and then like she'd oh, talk no. to me. She's a proper like, like battle axe, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh? yeah, she she was. Is she dead? I don't know. Me neither. I don't watch it, but. Um, <laughs> Vanity Six says, is the DSM a scam? What's the DSM? I don't know. I'll look that up as well. Yeah, go on. I don't know either. Are <laughs> uh, we done? Dover Street Market? <laughs> what? A diagnostic and statistical manual? What? what it could be so many things. Ask <laughs> do you think they? Do you think it's a typo? Diagnostic Maybe. and statistical manual of mental disorders. That's what they will have meant. What does that mean? It's oh. The Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders is the handbook used by healthcare professionals in the United States and much of the world as the authoritative guide to the diagnosis of mental disorders. DSM contains descriptions, symptoms, and other criteria for diagnosing mental disorders. That's mm. I was kind of like talking about this with my friend last night because like we've collectively had so many misdiagnoses with like no yeah things like unlike now that i'm older i realize that i, I mean i'm pretty sure i got diagnosed with bpd when i was about 16 Jeez. um and um what else um oh i don't know just just things that they just plucked out of the air basically when oh, really great. i just think i have anxiety and add you know what i mean like it's not mm. Um, I'm, I'm I'm looking into getting an AD, uh, ADHD diagnosis like right now. Yeah, so. I I re I still don't have a diagnosis because I think mm. it just. I mean, to be fair, I didn't even realize that I had it until like fairly recently. But you know, when you just no, yeah. know, when you're just reading it and you're just like, fuck, like that's yeah, you're like, oh that, oh and that, oh and oh and that, oh I just thought that was normal. Yeah, and I know. Same. I, ju I just think if I get, like, a diagnosis, then I have, like, something I can, like, shove in people's faces. Yeah. So, like, I can say, like, hey, this isn't me making an excuse. This is an yeah. actual thing. Please leave me alone. No, I want that as well because I'm going back to uni. Um, mm. And I feel like I need to be able to be, like, nah, like, I will need an extra, like, whatever. Yeah. I need you to, like, understand that, like, my attention span's not there. But, um. Yeah, I know. My parents sat me down the other week and was just like, you definitely have ADD. Like, <laughs> seriously. And I was like, oops. But it's not a bad thing. But yeah, it's just not interesting not because like we and then we got into talking about how like how BPD is like a really borderline personality disorder. Like it can be quite harmful because it kind of mm. puts the blame on the person because it's like personality disorder it's not like a mental illness that can be treated no. or whatever it's, it's, it's like it's, no that's just like how you are and it's your fault that you've done this because this is a symptom of this and blah blah blah. and you know like I'm sure she won't mind me saying so I'm not saying her name but like she's struggled to get like um certain medication that she wants mm. because the her like medical supervisor or whatever just doesn't feel like giving it to her that's and it's just, just loads of things like that. So I don't know much about the DSM, but I do think people need to be a lot, be able to be more in control of like their yeah. own mental health care and be more but make their own fucking choices about it. Because yeah. they're no, the, yeah. they're the only people that know best is yourself, really. Unless and like, 
it's like I don't know having that like kind of stigmatizes because like I feel like there's two kind of different like forms of like self-diagnosis there's like self-diagnosis when you haven't done any research and you just kind of like see an Instagram post and you're like oh I guess that's me and then there's self-diagnosis and I feel like because of like the what we're just talking about the latter where you've done like a lot of research and you've come to that conclusion with like a, over like a lot of time is like really stigmatized but like I feel like it shouldn't because not everyone is in a place where they can get a diagnosis and stuff it's yeah like, for sure I've had people be like say to me like well have you had a diagnosis for that and like things like that and I just think like well it doesn't matter if I have or not because things get misdiagnosed all the time and it doesn't take yeah. away like my experiences with like a certain thing so no, I totally agree with you. Like, it's a really good point. And I also think, like, not everyone has access to be able to go private to get a quick diagnosis yeah, exactly. with yeah. something. And it so long. Yeah. I know. I just, I personally, like, I don't have, like, the energy to wait for so long, but I don't have an option either. So it's just... No, I get that. I keep putting it off because I just think it's going to be so long anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> classic ADD like oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it <laughs> my mum my like I keep meaning to like call up my GP about like hey so like uh ADHD what do you know about that but um that's scary and like I think I'm just gonna procrastinate on it for another like I don't know maybe like few weeks or months or years or whatever and eventually I'll get it done maybe hopefully maybe and if you don't it's fine too Bridie said do you feel more in control of your mental health after this past year? I pro I can probably say yeah, because like I just think the worst has happened. Like my fucking worst fears have happened. Mm, yeah. And like I've managed to kind of like pick myself back up and just I mean, obviously I wasn't okay for like a lot of last year, but I don't know. And I was on like a cocktail of like beta blockers and diazepam <laughs> and <laughs> antidepressants and stuff, which like is fine. And it really, really does help. And now I mm. kind of just don't have to take the other things as much. But right. Yeah. So that I guess I'm in control of it. Yeah, that's um, that's, that's that's good. I think for me, I'm definitely more in control because um, around September, I started HRT. Um, yeah. which is like fucking amazing. It's like literally everything I've ever wanted. Congratulations. Just, thank you so much. I'm like, you know, physical changes aside or whatever, like just mentally, I just feel so much more in control of my own emotions. Yeah. Like I laugh way more. I smile way more. I, I mean, I cry way more, but like in a <laughs> cathartic way. Yeah. Um, It's just, I mean... I had to like fight for it. Like I almost got blacklisted from like the gender identity services trying to get it. Because, how? Yeah. Can I ask how? <laughs> and it's a long story that I probably won't get into because I'll probably just end up like rambling for like an hour. But uh, so yeah, that was a thing. But I mean, I'm here now. And uh, I mean, yeah, I think I'm safe. I mean, they sent out a letter like a few weeks ago to like every trans kid and like the gender identity services like hey if you're under 17 then we're gonna take away then like we might take away your blockers in hrt because we don't think you can consent even if you've been on them for like you know years and years oh but my like God. No, God. that's all good um so i think i'm in the, i think i'm in the safe I'm, I'm oh also um something to do with that i'm making it i'm gonna release a song um to 
and all the proceeds are going to go to mermaids to help UK trans children because I feel like right now they really need that support so when that goes up go do that yeah I don't know how long it will be I just finished the lyrics well we will play it on here when yeah we'll post it (laughs) thank you oh my friend Beck also said to have gratitude is like one of her like hacks to staying like happy and it's just kind of funny I get that like um we we were talking about it last night and we're both on the same medication and like it sounds weird but like I once googled like why do I get like waves of like gratitude like that's the only way I can describe it and then I found this like reddit thread about how loads of people who are on set and get it and it's like not real <laughs> it's like not real gratitude that's but so like cool. but it I mean, feels cool, like you know, it is <laughs> so it's fine you know what I mean and Beck gets it too I said last night like oh do you get this and she's like oh my god yeah and then like her wife was like shout out to Alex she was like oh my God, yeah, I really hate it when you just sit down and tell me how proud you are of me and how everything you do. Like, I do know what to say. It's really intense. And I'm like, it's the set, Trillian talking. I know, she was only joking. I feel like I get that anyway, but I just, I mean, I'm the most emotional person ever. Oh God, yeah, so. You're not. You're like, like, so like, I don't know. I wouldn't say you're emotional. Wouldn't you? You're sensitive, but not like, I don't think you're like an emotional person. Why? Because you don't show it. I'm good at hiding it, but... (laughs) (laughs) Do you mean, like, inside your... You feel like your emotions are intense, but you don't show it? Yeah. I get you. Yeah. I think, like... I don't know. I used to apologise way too much for, like, literally everything, and then someone would be like, stop apologising and I'd apologise for it. But I've tried to say, like, start saying, like, oh, thanks, instead. Because I feel like in a lot of situations where, like, you would apologise you could say thank you for something instead. Like, you know, if, like, you do something wrong and then, like, someone, like, points out that you did it wrong instead of saying, like, oh, sorry, I did that. You could say, like, oh, thank you for letting me know. So, like, I don't know. And that's really helped me. Yeah, that I've never thought about it like that. But, I mean, I probably don't apologize enough. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I think, I guess that could work. And it's nicer as well. No, yeah, definitely. It's less, I don't know. This so- this is gonna this sounds really harsh, but like I don't know. Sometimes when you apologize for like, cause like I don't know, I was kind of a doormat. It can kind of s- seem really self pitying, um, but I don't know. Since I've started th- saying thanks instead, I've just been a way happier person. But also I've like accident I've like started like sending all my friends like three paragraph messages about how much I love them and appreciate them <laughs> once a week, and they're like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, well, <laughs> someone else also said about that. Zoe said, um, cannot stress enough my love of a gratitude journal. So just like having, mm. just like writing stuff down that you're grateful for like every day yeah. or like whenever I've you're feeling like shit. Mm. Yeah, I think it definitely helps to write write stuff down. It oh, does, totally. but I find it hard to stick to it. Like I'll do it one day. I have the app on my phone, the Calm app, and that like prompts you to list three things every day that you're grateful for or three things that you're looking forward to in the future. Mm. But like, and like I was looking back uh, and it's like, you do like a mood check-in every day. And like, I was looking back at my little like mood journal thing before and it was literally just like so sporadic. And like, (laughs) it was just like little sad faces every couple of weeks saying like hungover or like, (laughs) 
I'm anxious or like, do you know what I mean? Like it was just, so, I'm not bothered when I'm doing well. I don't bother to like. No, I get mm, that. Say it, so. Once something's been like there and I'm used to it, like being a thing that like happens, I stop noticing it. So like I've got notifications on my phone that are like, okay, eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner um, or whatever. But like, I don't see them anymore. They go off like twice and I just don't see them. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> hey. Alice, play uh-huh. us a song that you think our listeners would like. Oh, I think um, <laughs> the Blah Blah Blahs by Brave Little Abacus because I have been listening to it over and over and over and over and over and I can't stop and it's really good. Cool. <laughs> talking about like how i talk to myself in my head like like constantly and Mm. i'm either talking or singing or like repeating a word over and over and over again no yeah i get that 
I think that's a, a symptom of ADD. One of my friends was telling me, mm. or ADHD. I think she says because she used to get like, or no, she still does. I get words stuck in my head. Like you know how people get songs stuck in their head. Mm. Yeah, I get like a, a word stuck in my head, or um, like a noise. <laughs> it's dead <laughs> weird. Just like an inside group like joke in my my like group chat with like my best friends, where like people just go like uh meow, and I just started like walking around the house just like completely silent and then like for literally no reason just being like um meow (laughs) to no one (laughs) over and over again it's great i know but sometimes i can't sleep because i'm just like talking at myself from inside my own head Mm. not about anything at all it's literally just like fragmented sentences it's that bad just like bits and bobs of thoughts yeah so i have to like but it's literally like actual you know how the inner monologue thing was described where you like yeah. not actually physically saying the words to yourself inside your head. But mm. I do do that. I do. <laughs> I can like hear myself saying it. Yeah, in my same. Head. Well, I don't know if it's me saying mm. it, but someone saying <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. I always wondered what like, like I always like try to like get the sound of my, uh, what am I trying to say? Like the voice of like subconscious. my subconscious yeah, like, yeah. to like talk so I can listen to it and be like, what do you sound like? Surely like, it's ourselves. Like surely it's it your own be. voice. I guess. Yeah, I find it like my sleep has been like really awful recently. Like this third lockdown. I've been awake like all night just like thinking about stuff. I don't know why. Yeah, didn't you come up for a name with oh, yeah. for R.E.P. in the middle of the night? Last oh. night at like 3 a.m. I was like, I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I always, if I'm thinking about something, oh I God. always like solve whatever at like four in the morning. I think it's like the best idea ever. I write it down. <laughs> and then I wake up the next day and it either doesn't make sense or it's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> I get like the biggest like spikes of inspiration at like yeah. 5 a.m. When I'm just like lying on my bed, like wanting to make like the loudest noise like imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the exact same. That's so and then funny. I like wait, and I wake up in the like in the morning and like set like a million alarms because I'm like, okay, I need to wake up and do this. And I wake up in the morning and I'm like, it's all gone. And I'm yeah, like, oh. every time. <laughs> oh, did so you much. did you want to play one more song? Did you okay, have you a three? Sure. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's a really long title, so <laughs> let me get it up because okay. I can never ever remember it ever. It's called, in 2019, I called the suicide hotline for the first time in my life by <laughs> Your Arms and My Cocoon. That is a long time. I love that. <laughs>
Yeah, thanks us. for having me. It's lovely to meet you virtually. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's been weird. Like, I'm so not used to, like, not speaking to people in person. Like, I've only ever done one, like, Zoom college thing before. Mm. So, I don't know. It God. is weird, isn't it? Mm. But It's very weird. Like, you, you, like, messaged me, like, oh, yeah, like, do you want to, like, come down to the studio? And I was like please and then i remembered lockdown was a thing i was like Fuck. Yeah. yeah i didn't realize <laughs> like, you lived in blackpool to be honest no yeah i just assumed you'd lived in liverpool but yeah now it's been even better though not having somebody that's around here but yeah thank you so much yeah all right bye alice see ya. thank you uh so we're gonna wrap up now if anyone wants us to continue this conversation or you want to have your own input into it just let us know uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next month. Bye.